Some men do say King Arthur is not dead, but by the will of our Lord Jesus sleeps, yet to awake, deathless, and reassure us, and therefore is it, that grave where he is laid, this legend hath, that still his kingdom keeps. Gather round all you hums of Camelot, cuz It's your boys in the back to rock the spot The podcast about Merlin season three And on the mics tonight's your Chris and Jeremy And they're here to break down every episode So leave those five stars and click that download Enjoy the show, whether you're chilling or working So let's jump into season three of Merlin, cuz Still his kingdom keeps Still his kingdom keeps Still his kingdom keeps Excalibur in the streets and magic in the sheets, huh? I'm Jeremy Green. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Still His Kingdom Keeps, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the BBC's Merlin. And we are in the middle of season three. Uh, and finally, there's no there's no women pretending to be monsters, pretending to be women in there's order no to marry women, Arthur. Finally, yeah, there's basically no women in this show uh, on this episode. Uh, that's that's a joke. Morgana and Gwen are here, although they don't have a whole lot to do besides uh, stare at each other. Uh, hey, Chris, how are you doing today? Hey, what's up? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I want to thank the patrons over Patreon.com/slash Monster of the Week for continuing to support this ad-free podcast. Just want to hammer that home. If you're hearing ads on this podcast, it's because you pirated it. That's that's just a fact. I don't know I don't know how that would work, but uh, thank you for doing that for all of the patrons. We very much appreciate it. Um, and yeah, let's get into this episode, Chris. What's been going on in Merlin so far? Let's see what has been going on. Last time on Merlin, having learned of Arthur's affections for Gwen, Morgana conspired with Morgos and Senred to use the prince's love against him. With Gwen's brother being held prisoner by the evil trio, Arthur would no doubt fall into their trap and be at their mercy. And so it was up to Merlin and the gang to journey to Senred's castle and make their rescue before Morgana could sabotage their plans. In the end, they were successful, bringing Arthur and Gwen all the closer for it. I couldn't remember Gwen's brother's name, so I just didn't. I just sort of avoided the topic. It was like Elaine. <laughs> it was like, yeah. It was similar yep. to Elaine, but who knows? I don't know if he ever comes back. Elian or something it like that, Elian. maybe? Yeah, I think it was Elian. Um, we're covering Merlin's <laughs> Season 3, Episode 8, The Eye of the Phoenix, which aired on October 30th, 2010. Uh was written by Jake Mishi and directed by Alice Trotton. Arthur embarks on a solitary quest to retrieve the golden trident from the Fisher King and prove himself worthy of the Camelot throne. With the prince beyond the protection of the Citadel, Morgana sees an opportunity to use her dark magic and gives him a precious bracelet containing a phoenix eye. Nobody in the episode calls it a phoenix eye. It's always eye of the phoenix, but anyway. <laughs> she insists he wears it at all times. No, she doesn't. <laughs> but it, nope, she We don't even see her give it to him. <laughs> uh, but it saps him of his life force and he is left defenseless. This is a weird episode description. Like, why are you trying to hide the yeah. fact that Gwen is isn't it um <laughs> also i just want to i just want to mention this because i think it's very funny and cute uh in the episode we're going to meet uh warwick davis's character uh Gritier, uh and he calls um arthur courage and he calls merlin magic and he calls Gwen strength uh and in the credits they are credited as both merlin and magic and arthur and courage and Gwen and strength that's funny and i just think that's very cute i don't know why that's i when i saw that i just got a little smile on my face oh that is merlin. that is kind of cute. Oh, merlin. cute what are you yeah. doing merlin uh I, up until just this moment I, w- I just thought that they were doing the triforce thing and then i remembered that it's wisdom and not magic in the triforce right <laughs> it's basically the same thing as far as i can tell merlin, we- merlin's basically zelda <laughs> When Zelda gets the wisdom, is when she starts shooting fireballs. So that's pretty much so what magic means, is. That means that Link is 
Arthur, right? And then uh-huh. yeah. um, Gwen is Ganon, as we all know. Gwen is Ganon. Yeah, he's like fucking chaos demon, and sometimes he shows up as just like a <laughs> as a, a weird pig monster. Uh, I've seen I, it. I like when the I like when they make Ganon real sympathetic as a character. There, that's always a real fun time. Um, yeah, I like when he gets into bar brawls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we start okay. out uh, in kind of a somber tone. Uh, Arthur is uh, cleansing himself. He's cleaning his face in this candle filled room. Uh, Merlin is very solemn as he dresses Arthur um, in these very sheer white robes. I'm sorry. This, yeah. this, why is this yeah. just a Red Shoes Diary episode at this point? <laughs> why are they clinging to his nipples like that? Why am I on like HBO at night right now? What are we doing? I don't understand. <laughs> my, my mom could walk in any minute. Stop, guys. Stop. I gotta put a previous channel on this to the Disney channel real quick. <laughs> yeah. So I can just click back. Um... Eventually, he's finished dressing, and uh, he walks into the throne room. Uh, the throne room is lit by like moonlight coming through the windows. Uh, everything's very blue. Uh, he kneels down and begins to pray. Uh, a, a Gwen that I think we haven't seen in a long time, which I, I like to, like, Giddy Gwen is who d- trots mm. up to, to Merlin, and she's like, yeah. hey, what are you doing? Uh, it's just, he, she just looks like she's just looking for some trouble to get in. Like, not major yeah, trouble, but I, just looking for some looking for some just pranks. just looking for some trouble. That was her whole vibe, dude. Like, I know. She was just obsessed with just watching mischief unfold, you know? <laughs> and then she would tweet about it. That was, like, that <laughs> she was She would tweet thing. about it immediately, yeah. Um, she asked what, you know, what's he doing? And Merlin says, thinking, and she says, about what? And she says, and Merlin goes, you. And she just yeah. turns around and slaps him on the arm. Uh, and Merlin fills in the plot of the episode, which is that uh, to be the king of Camelot, you have to stay up all night one night, pick out a quest to do. Uh, he has to decide it yeah, all on himself. I guess you just got to, like, dream it. <laughs> Yeah, I you know this this mystical like being a king shit is just it's it's hilarious how uh I I would be so into this as a kid and nowadays I'm just like come on how do you even know yeah. about the fucking trident my man like where did you even read right. that that's the thing it's like it it seems like such a serious thing that like oh he's gonna go in there and he's gonna like transcend his body and his quest will come to him which is such like a um a classical like Arthurian legend type of shit that would happen right. But then we just got Merlin and Gwen in the back making fun of it, like completely like removing any seriousness from it. So it's just like it's it's very confusing. But Merlin says he's going to wait by the door all night and watch out for Arthur and see what happens. And then it's just a hard cut to Merlin passed out on the floor in the morning. The whole procession led by the king is going into the room to like wake Arthur from his trance, I guess, and, and to find out what his quest is going to be. I think Uther kicks Arthur. Or excuse me, Uther kicks uh, Merlin on his way in. Like he doesn't really good. acknowledge that doesn't the person it, not is even laying on, there. Not even on purpose. That's how far beneath him. He yeah, is. yeah. I feel like it's it was like a like does is it going to move if I kick it kind of situation? Like is this thing dead or is this thing alive? Kind of is this thing dead? <laughs> <laughs> Just complete disregard. Um, Arthur gets and up then, yeah. uh, and says that his quest is to enter the realm of the Fisher King and obtain the Golden Trident. Uh, Uther seems shocked at this and reminds them that he has to My do quest this. is the impossible, yeah. to get a girlfriend before the end of summer vacation. What? <laughs> yeah, that's me. You might be wondering how I got here, <laughs> says Arthur. Uh, Uther says, like, oh, you know you got to do all of that alone, right? Like, nobody's ever really done that before. And Arthur's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, sure. no sure. problem. Arthur has no, no idea that, he, that he's... He's never done anything alone. Arthur thinks he does things alone oh, all the yeah. time. He's like me. <laughs> he just thinks that I do stuff. And really, it's not. There's, it's, there's a whole lot of people in support. I'm the star of the Truman Show, is what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 of course. 
uh, we get our intro, then we go to the lab where, uh, for some reason, Merlin is just like shoving food down his throat at a ridiculous rate. Uh, mm-hmm. And Gaius explains that the Fisher King used to be a sorcerer who lived hundreds of years ago when he was wounded. Uh, and not only did the infection spread uh, across him, it also spread across his land. And there's some yeah. that say he may still be alive today. Uh, and as the this infection, you know, fucked up the land the people of the north mm-hmm. began to call it the perilous lands if anybody listening is curious what dark souls is like it's just that it's a it's lot of times it 10 it's, yeah like, it's, 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 it's exactly this plot king got wounded in the whole and instead of his wound getting yeah. infected it was the whole yeah. realm and you now you got and, and now you gotta plot. go kill him um yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> and, there, and there's a guy with horns that you can summon to help yeah. you do that. It's always you gotta, a good you gotta time. kill him, and he wants to die, but he's not gonna let you kill him. It's it's really it's a whole thing. It's, it's a whole situation. Sad music is playing usually. Um, uh, we go over to Arthur's room. Uh, Arthur is seated at his desk. The only time I've ever seen Arthur seated at his desk when he wasn't like being really sad. Uh, well, yeah, he is, he's trying to do homework. And Merlin is making Arthur's bed and just constantly hiccuping to uh, Arthur's chagrin, uh, who is like, you need to just stop. I'm preparing for the most important part, moment of my life. Uh, and yeah. instead of leaving, which is the heavily implied thing that Arthur is saying, Merlin's like, hey, all these maps, they're different. Why? And Arthur's yeah. like, I really don't want to talk to you about this. I just want you to leave. <laughs> like, get out of here. Just yeah. leave. All these maps are different because nobody has like goes to the Paris lands and lives. Everybody yeah. goes there and dies. So we just got some vague sketchings i guess but i mean i feel like you could get up to like the border for sure you could get to the border of the perilous lands map it out and then go home and then go home yeah and, and then, then the next day you get an accurate map that leads you there and the next day you get one step into the perilous lands and yeah. then the day after you yeah. get two steps in the perilous lands i um the way that uh arthur is just so dismissive of merlin's intelligence sometimes is there's this time where autumn and i were uh moving across the country and so we're like packed up all of our shit into a u-haul uh hooking like a a fucking car onto a trailer and then packing up the car and it was one of those times where like as a couple we were very frustrated and hot and sweaty and we knew we had like 20 hours to drive ahead of us and like Mm -hmm. we're managing a dog and a cat and all of this other stuff and i'm like i don't remember what i was doing i was doing some like complicated physical thing and Autumn is like, don't you think that we should do this or this or this or this or this or this? And I just like out of, and this sounds horrible. Like I'm, I've realized I'm going to make myself sound very bad when I say this. I just looked at her and said, Autumn, can you act like you have a goddamn lick of sense? <laughs> and we both just like, as it came out of my mouth, we both looked at each other. And we just started laughing. Like it was the funniest goddamn thing. Because it was just, both of us were just tired and frustrated. But I yeah. honestly believe that this is what Arthur looks at Merlin like. Like, can you just, just pretend like with a lick of goddamn sense into your life? Just please. Please, for the love of God, Merlin, please get out of my room with your fucking hiccups and your fucking questions. We go to uh, the town where Gwen and Morgana are shopping for some fabrics. When we, when an old woman approaches uh, Morgana, pretty instantly know that she's Morgos, right? Just pretty instantly knows. Mm. Uh, Gwen is a little bit suspicious when Morgana goes off with her. And of course, Morgos wants to know about Arthur. Yeah, Gwen is like, Morgana hates poor people. What is <laughs> she, she really? She especially hates old poor people. She's always going about how old and old poor people just suck so much. It's a little rude because I kind of feel like I'm getting up there in here, says Gwen. <laughs> she learned the word bourgeoisie and she uses it every day. <laughs> <laughs> she uses it for stuff that like a, a fucking forest can't be bourgeoisie, <laughs> Morgana. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. This forest feels bourgeoisie. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even say the word. I'm laughing so hard at this. <laughs> 
Um, uh, so, uh, elderly Morgos leads Morgana away to tell her about this little trick that she's devised. It's actually not Morgana who's always scheming, it's Morgos. What is this woman's endgame? What is she doing? How does she keep getting in and out of Camelot? Disguised as an old woman, apparently. But she gives Morgana a bracelet, and she's like, put that on what's his name and she's like arthur yeah arthur put that on arthur's wrist i think and then kill him with it or something and morgana's like i, I have no further questions i got it thanks <laughs> um yeah that's it they leave yeah. give this to arthur as a, as a token and then you, you, you can curse him with it or whatever the hell we'll, we'll find out in a second we cut to outside of arthur's room where gwen is waiting for him to uh gwen does catch a, a quick glimpse of morgos's face in the mirror oh yeah yeah she's, something she's the young sees face. it's actually yeah. morgos she's like wow what's going on that here? seems a little um, and weird then, and then she goes uh yeah then she goes to see arthur yeah and they what do, do you know they do some make she says goes to tell him to be careful and she catches a little smooch for it mm-hmm. It's a little smoochy, smoochy, smooch. Everything's uh, coming up, Gwen, in this episode. Then they go. Arthur goes to saddle his horse in front of the entire court. Uh, Uther and Morgana have this exchange where he says he's worried about Arthur being the only heir to Camelot, and she does the like twisting her mustache. I'm certain a Pendragon will rule over Camelot for a long time to come. Yes, we 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 know we get this. Um, <laughs> while he's helping Arthur on his horse, Merlin spots the bracelet. Immediately knows something is going on. Um, and as soon as Arthur leaves, Merlin runs back to the lab and begins studying, trying to figure mm-hmm. out uh, what this bracelet is. Uh, meanwhile, we're going to meet Arthur is like using his maps to like find the perilous lands. Uh, I just shout out to this show getting better and better with all of the landscape shots. Uh, like the mm-hmm. tower that we're going to find just in a little bit is really good. But even this like looking out over a valley of forest or whatever is just really, really cool looking. They, they continue to do a lot with a little and yeah. it's very effective. Um, Gaius and Merlin are unable to find something when Gaius has a brilliant idea of checking another book. <laughs> like the way that this is written yeah. is oh, like, wait. oh wait, unless, and he just like pulls out the encyclopedia of bracelets. And I'm like, why didn't we start yeah. here? <laughs> why didn't we start with encyclopedia of bracelets, Gaius? And I think it's, I think they set this up because uh, Merlin had, was, has been like, no, this was a jewel. And Gaius was like, well, this isn't a jewel. It's the eye of the Phoenix. And Merlin's like, but it looks like a fucking jewel. Like that's why I was said it. Looked, it may be the eye of the phoenix, but son of a bitch. <laughs> um, and of course, this thing is bad for you. This is going to suck out the life of anyone wearing it. Uh, so Merlin, I just feel like I have such a strong positive association with phoenixes because they resurrect you in video games. Um, so to hear that this is going to do the opposite to Arthur, I can't. I can't believe that. How old were you when you realized why a phoenix down in Final Fantasy is called a phoenix down? I was um I was older than I should have been. I was probably I was in high school and I'd started playing Final Fantasy when I was 8. So yeah. so roughly 10 years had passed. <laughs> so like anywhere from 8 to 10 years. Okay. Yeah. That's um that's that's a long time. I was probably well into my late 20s. Like not playing as much Final Fantasy but like knew what a Phoenix Down was oh, no, but never you. never put one to one, two and two together yeah. to make four. So yeah. I think it was legitimately thinking about like a down feather in a pillow. Yeah. And then finally I went Oh, this is this is Goose Down or whatever. And then, well, what if it was what Phoenix? If, what if it was down? Phoenix Down? Oh my God, that's what that means. Ah, now I get it. Um, so Merlin races to help Arthur. Uh, that evening, we see Morgana uh, make a little fetish doll of Arthur. It's not a very good one. She's not good at crafts. She's much better at zines than she is at crafts. I think. Yeah, she's. This is not where her skill set lies. Um, but she's doing her best, and she's learning every day. And that's all. That's all anybody can do. She sets the head on fire. Uh, yeah. And we see Arthur in the woods laying down. 
Uh, Morgana does some more magic stuff. She like opens a box and lights some sand on fire. Arthur starts to like kind of move uncomfortably on the ground. Uh, his the eye on the bracelet starts glowing. And then all of a sudden, Gwen barges in, uh, and Morgana has to do that quick, like, no, I'm not jerking off in here kind of motion. It looks like she slams her laptop. <laughs> can't look she at has this. Her, bo- her little box open. Yeah, she slams, she slams, and she like slams the laptop. It's yeah. like, Morgana, what were you just looking at? I was looking whose, at- <laughs> whose Facebook are you on right now? <laughs> Morgana's like, I'm just, this is not Dusty L fan fiction, okay? Leave it alone. <laughs> this is not, this is not, you, you open it up and it's like Lucifer Castiel fan fiction, and, and Gwen is like, ew. What, Ooh, the fuck? what is this? This is the worst two characters. What are you talking about? Not the worst two characters. But this is the worst yeah. ship. What are you doing? What is wrong with you? This is this is this is cursed shipping, Morgana. I need to you need to you need to go see Gaius I about don't this. Like you need to go get some more fucking drops for this. Yeah, you know I think I liked you better when you were on the milk of the poppy. What the hell? Uh, uh, the next yeah. morning, Arthur is uh, surprised to wake up uh, and be being attacked by a couple of local brigands. Uh, I called them uh, local cutthroats. Cutthroats this time around. Good. Okay, I dig it. Uh, these two based on their attire, they seem like cutthroats. To I me. guess. I guess you can't have like two brigands, right? Like if you lose, if you're I just like, feel like if like brigands have um, axes typically okay. in my mind, uh-huh. and maybe like a, like one shoulder pad or something. These guys were just wearing like leather vests, you know. Okay, these were just shitty dudes. Like just roll these it up. Sh- on these somebody. were cutthroats. <laughs> these weren't professional shitty guys, right? Like these two mm-hmm, dudes mm-hmm. were like stumbling home from the tavern. Making a shortcut across the forest that leads to the bear's Cutthroat lands. is an adjective. Brigand is a noun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rap um, is something you do. Hip-hop is something you live. That's right. That's right. Uh, um, yeah. Arthur. Imagine being Arthur. And he's like, there's there's two sides of this. On the one hand, he's like, do I just suck? Have I always <laughs> sucked? And just didn't realize it? Did I travel and, 20 miles and, and find people that are just naturally better at me? Am I this tired? Like, what is wrong with me? Um, there's that side of it which is funny and then the other side of just being far from home knowing you have to do this thing alone and just feeling awful and not knowing why Um, but I think the first option is much better (laughs) him just being like do I am I taking an L right now and uh, I I do like that they they really lean on him feeling weakened, right? Like normally yeah, we see yeah. Arthur just completely roll these dudes, and like it's and as funny as it is, like he's like, wait a minute, do I just suck? Like though they actually kind of illustrate what the thing is doing, like slowly but surely sucking the life force because he's like barely able to parry a, a, a strike, and it's one of those like yeah. story through fighting scenes that I like so much, and that Merlin is, is surprisingly really great at. Like they got no business being this good at what they. Yeah, what they, the fuck they, are y'all doing? They like, managed to convey a lot because otherwise it's just like pointless fluff danger that they're adding and oh of course Arthur wins but no like you said this is illustrating the first step and it's not that he got sleepy and overslept and and, and is now waking up at the point of a sword uh it's that he is really struggling to fight back and of course we know how strong he is so this is telling us something uh every time he passes out though I just expect him to like okay that's it Merlin's gonna have to find him now, and then he gets up and he just he, then he goes for like four more days. I go, okay, all right, all right well, all you right. really got it in you. I guess. Damn, there's a reason that you're called King Arthur, and I'm just like yeah. Mister Jeremy. I guess, I guess yeah, I see right. their difference. <laughs> I mean, I'm just Mister Merlin, but you're King Arthur. <laughs> Uh, Merlin is traveling through the forest, uh, hunting for Arthur, we think, uh, but he stops at a local tavern, uh, and it, as soon as he walks in, he has to duck a throne cup, uh, and he's in the middle of a bar fight, and we see our old friend Gwen being drugged down the bar. Um, he owes some people money, so we get some, like, adventure pirate music as they do, like, a kind of a mad, what is, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, a mad... Not mad, mad dash, glad. mad dash, a mad gab dash. What am I? 
What word is in my head that I, I can't? Don't know. Sometimes words are hard, and you don't realize that they're hard until you start to speak them out loud, and then you go, what was that that I just said? Yeah. <laughs> what combination of things did I just put together with my mouth? Yeah. Um, I, I said I, something the other day that just made Duolingo prompt me if I wanted to delete the app. Like, I'm, I'm butchered Italian <laughs> so bad. It was like, we need to unsubscribe you, and we need to delete this app. Please rate us one star um, and never download us again. <laughs> I made the bird so we, uh, angry. It was like, I'm going, to, I'm going to literally delete myself from your phone. That stupid green owl was really disappointing. Um, I love the way that they reintroduce characters in Merlin. Um, not that I have a problem with the way that they originally introduced them, but you meet Gawain, you got a whole episode with him, um, and he's you know he's got a fun introduction. But as soon as they drop that person back in your lap and you haven't seen him for a while, you go hell yeah, let's do this. Gawain's back. What are we getting up to this time around? Same thing with Lancelot last time. There wasn't this long belabored thing um, about his knight's honor and none of this stuff. He just showed back up and he was in prison with uh, with Gwen. And we you know okay, well how are we gonna get out of this right? And you know that character you know the archetype you know what kind of trouble they're going to get up to so when as soon as merlin pulled up to going here i was like hell yeah let's do this boys let's go <laughs> i'm excited i love the adventure <laughs> music i love the uh just the this like kind of like just super fun like let's jump over here and let's dive under there yeah. and let's let's ro- swashbuckling fun you know and of course they make it. They make a very daring escape. They run away from these guys. Merlin's like, "Hey, I need your help, man." And he's like, "Okay, cool. Let's, let's split town because um, I've, you know, earned some or I beat these guys in poker or whatever the hell. It doesn't matter." Yeah. They escape. They make a big daring jump off a wall. They run to some horses. They charge off into the woods. Um, Gawain doesn't doesn't even ask any questions. He's like, "Yeah, let's just roll. Let's just roll. I'm good. Um, I'm good to go. I'm down." Yeah, I love it. I the, love de- it. the very and, definition um, of down to clown. Uh, meanwhile, Arthur has arrived in uh, Yarnum uh, from the mm-hmm. famous video game Bloodborne. Yes. Where his map says that there should be a dark tower, but we can't quite see that yet. Um, this is just a really evocative red mo- red sun. Very cool yeah. looking. Uh, they make everything look way different, and and it, it's in a way it's really funny because you think like he's really not that far from where he just was. Um, there's not a really a, a sense of distance in this aspect of it for me, but you can tell he's in a totally different place. Yeah, uh, which is cool. Which is he's entered a new zone essentially, um, and then he reaches this bridge, which looks like it's in a totally different zone and there's uh there's somebody guarding the bridge there's a little rope bridge through the woods mm-hmm. i love a good rope bridge love a rope bridge. um guarded by like a magical a, dude and who doesn't love Warwick by a magical gratier i believe his name is yeah and warwick davis is so fucking cool i think he passed yeah. relatively recently do i remember that what i just saw him on celebrity bake-off <laughs> i'm sorry don't tell hope, me that i hope i'm not i hope i'm uh let's see born 1970 52 years old has not died okay so i, I don't know who oh. i was thinking of um Warwick is great. Like, I mean, if you you can go back to the fucking 80s and, I mean, Warwick is just awesome. Uh, Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about so much about Warwick. Uh, (laughs) Gritter, Grittier introduces himself. He calls Arthur courage several times and says that he'll need two more things, strength and magic. Uh, And he says, when Arthur kind of balks at the magic, he's like, don't worry. The rules in the Perilous Lands are quite different than Camelot. And he's like, Arthur, don't, please don't be worried about this. Like, nobody likes a stodgy dude like you come yeah on. like let's come on just don't can you just be, don't be prejudiced take like, just the, be cool yeah take the stick out of your ass and like let's have a good time with yeah. this okay this like is everybody quest. here let me just tell you one thing arthur everybody here is chill except for the wyverns don't worry about those wyverns everybody are, else is chill wyverns so are if a little you're coming chill. in here with that toxic energy we're not going to need it just be cool 
uh, wyverns respond to your toxic tweets, so don't make any on the way to the barrel, through the perilous They will. They're, they are name searching. They are name searching <laughs> the New York Jets. Searching. So if you say anything about the New York Jets, they will find your tweet and they will attack you. I am fascinated. This is completely off topic, but I sent you that that thing earlier where I talked about a movie on Twitter the other night and nobody interacted with it because new Twitter like hides all your tweets unless you pay a bunch yeah. of money. But uh, and then all of a sudden today somebody was like, I got like a so and so liked, and I didn't recognize the name, and I clicked on it, and it was the dude that wrote the movie and i'm like and, I, and like i respect the hustle right like because he's like uh, i mean he, yeah, I, but, yeah, yeah but also like what, what are you doing man go write another movie yeah, what are you you're, doing, you're, you've obviously got what talent like and then i then i felt yeah. bad because i called the movie wacky in the tweet in the in the tweet yeah you you said you liked it though i said i liked it a lot i just and i just didn't think that the the movie that it was a prequel <laughs> to would be like as wacky as this one because this one was fucking wacky like it had me cackling in some places and i'm not going to name it because i feel like that's what the dude was trying to say so like i don't know, go find my tweets if i was i was good yeah he's probably he's probably in your dms right now um anyway what are we talking about so <laughs> I entered Jeremy's DMs. That, okay. Oh no. Oh, I'm sorry. Arthur. Arthur enters to Jeremy's DMs. That's what's in the perilous lane. Yes, it's yes. Jeremy's DMs. Jeremy's DMs. Uh, we get some Merlin and Gwen kind of traveling a little bit. Um, Arthur then is like pushing through this desolate land. There's a really great shot, like a side shot. Oh, with dude! The sun when Gretir sees Arthur's bracelet, and he's like, "What's up with that?" And he's like, "Oh, this was given to me, but as a favor, don't you wish me luck?" And he's like, "Oh, did yo? Oh, she wished you luck, did she? Huh? Okay, hey, sure. <laughs> okay. Good luck with that." Uh, Just laughs at him. <laughs> we cut over to Gwen uh, and Morgana. Um, Gwen is yeah. dressing. Did we we miss the part where? No, no, no. We did. We did where she hit her laptop. Sna- snaps yeah. her laptop shut. Yeah, we, we, we forgot to X. mention that she like yells at uh, Gwen to get out. So this yeah. is the next day, uh, and. Morgana apologizes to Gwen about the night before, and Gwen's like, hey, no problem, all good, you guys are, like, royalty, and I'm, like, kind of a, a weird slave thing, I don't, yeah. like, we don't really yeah. talk about any of this stuff, but it's definitely real, it feels a little too, a little too real, if you ask me, um, and Morgana's like, hey, I feel really bad about it, why don't you take a couple of days off, and Gwen's like, sure, let me just clean up your room, um, meanwhile, uh, we go back to Gwen and Merlin, there's this really funny joke where uh, Gwen insists that he's been to the Perilous Lands before, and Merlin says, I know you haven't because there's not a tavern there. Very <laughs> yeah. funny. Um, yeah. We jump back to Morgana's room, and as we see her, we see her from the angle as if somebody is hiding in the closet. And sure enough, it's Gwen who watches as Morgana uh, takes out her AO3 box, opens it up, begins to cast the spell that summons the Castiel Lucifer fanfic. Ca- and Cassifer? Cassifer? Is that what they yeah, call yeah, it? Yeah, Cassifer fanfic. Or is that just when Lucifer is possessed? It's not, it's a different podcast. It's not important. It's but it, we, we, don't, we don't have to be right uh, on this podcast. We do not condone this ship. <laughs> no, we do not. We don't have to be as right on this podcast. Not, not, as, not as many people <laughs> listen to it, so it's no big deal. Um, but she sees. You to be as right or as righteous. She sees Morgana doing the thing, like casting magic. Uh, and of course, it's very, you know, freaked out about the whole thing. Yeah, she does a whole whole ass spell into her laptop, and um, she erases her search history. And as far as Gwen's concerned, that's magic. That's that is, not something whoa. we should be able to do. How she do you... logs into her VPN, clears her her browser history, and um, yeah, Gwen Gwen is in shock. Yeah, Gwen is so, like, your opsec is incredible. Um, yeah, <laughs> we go back over to Arthur, who is continually to fade. He's losing strength more and more. Um, he forces himself up as he begins to fall. Immediately falls into a swamp. Uh, he tries to grab a branch and pull himself out, uh, but just continues to fall deeper. Um, got a, get a lot of um, Atreyu vibes right now, um, which is a thing that you can say to make people born in 1980 cry. Uh, it's real easy. What does that mean? Atre- <laughs> oh, 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 Atreyu. Oh, oh, oh. Atreyu. <laughs> 
I got you. I was. Isn't that the name from the kid? The kid from God of War. <laughs> I don't know what the kid from the God of War. That game is out, by um, the way. We could we could play it today. Isn't that weird? We could be playing that right now. Um, the bracelet is continuing to glow. Um, Gwen and Merlin are sneaking up to Grittier's bridge, uh, and the the plan is to send Merlin straight in while Gwen flanks. Uh, Grittier is like, oh, magic has arrived. Uh, you're here. You're essential. Uh, and you should go in there and, and, and restore the Fisher King's land. And Merlin is like, I don't, I don't know what you've heard. This, that's, really that's, not my, that's not about. my thing. <laughs> I have no fucking clue what you're talking about, man. Um, but yeah, they, uh, he, he gets called magic. Gwen pops up a minute later and he gets called strength. Yes. And then his sword gets turned to flowers. Very which cute. Also very cute. It's yeah, it's a little fun. Um, he then lets them pass with a, like a little creepy nothing as it's, nothing is as it seems, uh, which I don't really feel like plays out very well because no, it didn't. Most <laughs> things ended up being as they seem. Yeah, those are wyverns. Um, that's an old guy on a throne, and that's a that's a vial mm-hmm. of, like a vial of fluid or something like, and that's a trident. Yeah, like almost everything, everything was as it seemed. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for the advice, Critter. Um I do like. I don't know why I got such a thrill out of the whole. You know, you need magic and strength thing. I just. Especially, I it's think just fun. It's a lot to do. Like it sets it up, and then you see Merlin and Gwen being like besties throughout this entire thing, and I just, I, I kind of love it. Like it's just really good. Uh, even though, like, there aren't the three musketeers because Arthur is definitely not a part of like the the the, the folks. He's not a part of the group yet. But like, it's just, it's like, yeah, we're it's boys being boys. You know, posting the dubs. Like we're doing good stuff. I guess it's just very. It's always fun when even though i wouldn't you know arthur's not the main character of the show merlin is but it's fun when you can take a like a main character quest art which is what arthur is on right now but then you apply an importance to other characters in the story this is a very convoluted way of saying all of this but i just love that i love when it's fun you find out like no 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 you you don't just need courage you need magic and strength as well and these other two characters are just as important and the way that they're all going to fit together like that stuff is just very exciting and it's very fun um and it, it shines a light on your faves sometimes it does absolutely um meanwhile arthur has has woken back up uh he's managed to grab a vine using his sword manages to pull himself out of this horrible swamp uh he uses a lot of muscles it's very hot uh once he gets free well. he's like super clean he's a lot cleaner than i expected he would but then he just like yeah. falls asleep um there were they not a they didn't have a high mud budget for this yeah not a lot of or just that maybe their armor budget budget was a little too high and they didn't want to put mud on the armor that's probably yeah. more likely yeah. It. yeah that's probably what it was uh that night Gwen and merlin are light like sitting beside a pretty meager fire when they start hearing these weird noises in the dark you know, what do you think that is? And I think Gwen says pheasant. <laughs> it's just yeah. very funny. Yeah. Um, Merlin asks Gwen, hey, why are, you, why are you even doing this? And he's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm not scared of famous pheasants. Uh, and he's like, no, not that. But like, why are you here? Yeah. He's like, well, I'm here to help a friend. And Merlin says, uh, Arthur is lucky to have friends like us. And uh, Gwen says, oh, it's not Arthur. And then they look at each other, and I'm like, "You guys just got a kiss, just just That's, do a little yeah. kissy kiss." I like, thought this that is was very, that was so sweet, good. and it it was so obvious that he would be like, "No, no, no, I'm doing this for you, Marilyn." Like, of course, of course he is, but I just thought that was so sweet. It was so touching to be like, "Aw, he's not doing it for the prince. Who gives a shit about that guy? He's just doing it for his buddy. He's doing it for his buddy Merlin, who has saved his ass several times." Uh, yeah. They hear more screaming, and I think it's Gwen who says, "That sounds like three pheasants," which is also very funny. <laughs> 
um gwen is now banging on the door to the lab uh gaius lets her in and she is you know obviously completely flustered about this whole morgana situation describes what she saw and then he's like well you know i'm sure something could be different and i'm like are you fucking for real gaius i thought that that this whole scene uh, was gonna play out like that and i was gonna get so mad luckily she's like she's like no i saw what i saw motherfucker and he's like okay well i i kind of agree with you like we have a whole lot of evidence to back that up (laughs) oh really okay all right there's a there's a long and and uh storied list of evidence we have here so let me come on in i'll fill you in (laughs) Uh, Arthur wakes up in the morning, uh, obviously, you know, continually to get weaker and weaker, but not giving up. Uh, he continues to march. He climbs up some rocks and we finally see it. Uh, the dark tower. Um, yeah. He makes it to Isengard. He, he makes it you to call this thing. They, uh, they, in the trivia section, the, the, I think one of the, one of the, the director, I think confirmed that like, yeah, we were definitely doing Isengard. Like this is, this was yeah. just Isengard. Uh, which if I'm not mistaken, I think Isengard is also called the dark tower. Yes. Unless that's Mordor that where I'm thinking of, but it's not important. Um, it looks like that. And it looks very cool. And I'm not going to front on it. Also the Isengard didn't have wyverns. This one has wyverns, this one has even wyverns. though they aren't wyverns, because as far as I know, wyverns don't have front legs. And that's the only thing that separates them from dragons in my mind. <laughs> Did you see that our boy Flanagan made uh, was in an interview and was said yeah, like I'm give been me screaming ever since give me the Dark Tower universe like I, I want to take Stephen King's The Dark Tower and make a, like a, a universe about like a big like production and I'm like please please, please let please. Flanagan do it dude we would be crying our eyes out at every opportunity can you imagine God Flanagan does anything with the Jake and the um and the no. fucking uh, oh, I can't remember it's been so long since I've read it the the stupid not doll creature all of that Oi. stuff oh my god yeah don't let flanagan touch oi I'm, I'm i'm not gonna be able to fucking yeah. handle it screaming crying throwing up um please please let them do it please anyway back to wyverns yes back to <laughs> Which, wyverns. um actually don't have front legs I don't, as far as they, i'm concerned they got the lore wrong on these this is not one of those things that bothered me so when people go really all in on like that's not a real dragon i, I just don't care like i'm like uh okay sure it's yeah it's that's a, not a real dragon what do you fucking mean it's, real it's, it's a big lizard <laughs> monster like i'm sorry <laughs> what do you mean real dragon i'm sorry you guys like watch star do you Trek know and, something that i don't <laughs> and started making encyclopedias about it but like i read fantasy books and didn't do that so i don't care as much i'm sorry like it just doesn't bother me as much what do you mean real <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. God. It's like a Star Wars dude, movie. I saw, I saw a snake the other day in real life, and I thought that I was in a fantasy land. <laughs> dude, snakes are... Don't even get me started, man. I am. Which is not crazy. It's, it was just like a little guy, and I've seen plenty of snakes in my life, you know, exploring the woods as a kid. But I just realized, like, as an adult, like, I haven't been to a zoo in years. Like, when was the last time I saw a snake? And we're just, you know, h- hiking through the woods, and we just look over, and this little snake slithers across the path. And I was enchanted. <laughs> just by, just, I was like, what am I, I, I'm not even that far from home. 20 minutes, I'm out in the woods, and there's just, there's just creatures here that we've never heard of before. I think we've all heard of... <laughs> snakes these before little, these slippery little guys jeremy you gotta look them up i'm telling you gotta look them up there's a autumn now i a... found out that the guy from metal gear is called is named after these oh really that that, yeah, that, that specific these... snake <laughs> i didn't true. know that those were it's not true i didn't know that's where snake came from that's sorry not true. okay that's Wyverns, not true he sees them uh-huh we're they, heading towards the tower meanwhile arthur Gwen and merlin uh arrive kind of after him uh and they're looking down as they see the wyverns like going to hunt something and they they see a very tiny sword being unsheathed and realize oh that's arthur so they're gonna you they're see gonna that run. tiny sword <laughs> you see that wee sword um <laughs> They they run after him. Meanwhile, Arthur is trying to fend these these monsters off, uh, and eventually just gives up and is like, "I'm going to go into this castle." Uh, 
And of course, they're chasing him. He drops the gate so that they can't get him. And he's like, oh, I forgot that there's not a top to this castle. So that's that's only going to be a delaying tactic. Uh, Gwen and Merlin manage to get into the castle and split up to look for Arthur. Uh, Arthur is stumbling his way through. He, tr- he hides himself into this room. Uh, but he's now the bracelets really got him. He's 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 barely yeah. able to stand up. He's he, sapped. Yeah, he is he is sapped. Um, he is sucked Zonk, dry. You Would you say that he mm-hmm. is sucked oh, dry? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He dude, he's bone dry, he's, dude. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Uh, it's terrible. The wyverns are clawing their way through the door as Merlin and Gwen continue to look for Arthur. He, just, he can't even lift up his sword at this point. Um, no. Eventually, Arthur just completely collapses. The wyverns break in. Absolutely spent. Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I, don't, I don't like it <laughs> Merlin finds them uh, jumps in front of in between the wyverns and Arthur's body and uh, as Gwen reminded us a little earlier in the episode wyverns are, are like dragon cousins or whatever so he mm-hmm. breaks out the, the dragon voice yeah, uh, and he does it with a little bit of like a like a dialect yeah. like a local dialect because like the cousins speak a slightly different version it's like you know a southern accent versus a Boston accent sure it's the same language but they sound just slightly different what's uh um, what's what's dragons in Boston like is it is there a no, uh, you don't I don't wanna... know. I just feel like most people in Boston are not saying the word dragon a lot. Oh, really? Although Game of Thrones would have changed that. So, do you see those fucking dragons, kid? Oh, I think, what I are think those the, fucking dragons doing? When they drag out that A, I think that's definitely like yeah. dragons. Dra- yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, how do you, I mean, how do you say it with the southern accent? Tra- dragons? I don't know. Does it yeah. sound weird? Yeah, you, sound, so you sound too normal. Yeah. You sound normal. <laughs> it's just my normal voice. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't heard anybody say uh, anything. Any any dragons like a real hick voice? It just um, doesn't come up a lot. <laughs> lizard, you, you could put a lot of English on lizard though. I used like, to listen to the Game Informer podcast, and the guy said uh, dragon all the time. Oh, I don't like that. I think that's like a Midwest thing, but I want to say it's fucked up. It's he said dagger instead of dagger, and he said dragon instead of. And I had to stop. I listened to like one episode of that podcast, and I was out. That's unforgivable. Midwest. Midwest. What's going on there? there? Yeah. What's going on there? Why don't you guys cry into a microphone while someone badly plays guitar about it? Why don't you guys do that? Yeah. (laughs) Take that. Um, Merlin chases these these dragons off, uh, and they they run away. Um, he immediately pulls the bracelet off, uh, and it. Arthur is able to uh, kind of blink himself awake where he is shocked to see a very smiling and happy Merlin. Um, and he just like starts <laughs> ranting. Like, what in the fuck are you doing here? Did you, how many he's times? He's immediately now? back to full health. He's got the bracelet off. He's good now. Oh yeah. Yeah. He ate some floor Turkey and now he is, he has yeah. refilled his HP because he is just right back and he is just ranting. Like just, Oh my God. Like, I can't believe you're doing this. This is a- imagine traveling. Like, like I presumably days, right? Maybe miles and miles, like he's farther from home than he's ever been, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you fucking you you pass out for a second, you wake up, and who do you fucking see is Merlin. Merlin. It's like it's like Carl, like oh dude, what are you doing here? Did you wonder how you got out of the swamp? That was me carrying you. And Arthur's like, no, it wasn't. I can't go anywhere. <laughs> Just then, another wyvern uh, pops up, uh, and then Gwen kills it, stabs it from the back, uh, and Arthur goes great. So those, other, those other ones just got told off by Merlin. Yeah. this one got fucking this, killed. This one gets murdered, uh, and there's a bunch more on the way, so we don't have to be sad about this being like one of three wyverns left in the in the kingdom or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Arthur does so when he sees Gwen, he's like, "Great, are Gwen and Morgana here too? <laughs> like, is it going to be a party?" Uh, but he doesn't have time for anybody else's bullshit. They he immediately gets up to go find uh, the trident. Um, and Arthur is just so fucking done with Merlin. He's just ranting at Merlin. Like, I can't believe you're here. This is a solo quest. Like, he's just so fucking done. Uh, eventually, as they're climbing up some steps, Merlin finds a throne room. Uh, and as he puts his foot into the door, he steps on a plate. 
And of course, the door is going to crash down upon him. So Gwen quickly pushes him into the room. So now Merlin is locked in away from the other two uh, because he has lore to do. And we can't have Arthur around. He's about to to download a huge lore dump. This is going to be huge. Dude, we're about to see a Targaryen. What? We're about to see a Targaryen. This is Maester Lewin, dude. What's this guy doing here? What are you you doing here? Making them fucking Merlin bucks, my dude. Come on. (laughs) How do you look at just as old in this as you do like 10 years from now? Like, what the hell? Uh, I hope when I get old, like I, I maintain like old man status for yeah. like a good decade. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like nothing, just, dude. Nothing brings me more joy than seeing just a good old fashioned old man. Just a just an old man enjoying himself. I don't know if I told you this. Yeah. Uh, during the barn build, um, I had to get the parish out to inspect it um, before we could get power turned on. And uh, they, I got the phone call like, hey, someone's going to be there between you know seven and nine a.m. on a Friday or whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. Dude pulls up immediately, like fucking laid back chill uh cajun dude i'm not gonna do the accent because I, I suck at accents but just like super laid back really old motherfucker uh i find out later that he's like 78 years old uh Damn. and this in like a springy 78 like he's not slouching yeah, he's holding it down dude, he's holding it down we, he's jumping out of the truck what you got my man and like we're instant friends talking about our lives having a great time <laughs> and he is just the coolest old dude. like i afterwards he was like, like he just looked around oh man oh man this is great da, 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 da. oh your wife's gonna love blah 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 like we're having a great time and i'm like do you want to stay for a beer it's like 8 a.m yeah. but like <laughs> do you want to like hang out <laughs> like, you got plans you got dude. plans for the like, i don't know i don't normally do this you want to like <laughs> yeah like i've got a porch lunch or and i've got like a six pack and i could i make i can break out some burgers i don't i don't know what yeah. we're doing here man i could fill I'll fire up the grill right now dude that's, i don't i don't even know what's gotten into me dude but by 9 30 we could be noshing on some burg and he's like oh that's my last straw like i don't know i don't i didn't like the way you said that so i'm leaving because uh, he's like that to everybody so yeah. he doesn't you know <laughs> Um, um, so Merlin walks anyway. in, finds the Fisher King. Yeah, Maester, Maester Lewin tells him, "Hey, I'm the Fisher King. What's good? Um, can you? I, I've never died. I'm suffering in misery, but I'm very happy to see you, Emerus. Um, he's he's dropping that that name on him again. That's that's Merlin's destiny name. Whenever yeah. somebody talks about Emerus, they're talking about destiny. That's how you know we're going about to download some lore. Uh, that's how we. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the other side of the door. They're trying to get it open. Arthur removes a stone from the wall, and he's like, oh, there's probably like a hidden switch in here. Unfortunately, that hole is full of bees, full which of is just, just hilarious. Weird and I know they're not bees, but the idea of just like, A bunch fuck. of bees? <laughs> oh, no. It's covered in bees. Uh, inside the room, uh, the Fisher King says that he knows, you know, Merlin is magic. He says courage and strength are on their way. Um, he's. We spend a lot of time with this dude talking, um, and I, I kept thinking that the lines were going to be really good. So I kept writing them down. Like I wrote a lot of oh, this yeah. dude's la- dialogue down. Same. And it's, it's mostly just normal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm like disappointed in it, but I kept thinking like something was going to fuck me up. Like I was ready for something to fuck me yeah. up. But it was like, no, 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 no. I'm just like, he's the once in future King. And Merlin's like, Oh, word. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. This isn't like the trident is nothing. Like what's really important is this. And he pulls out a um, Corona with a lime. And Merlin's like, what yeah. is, he's what like, is what that? The lime, dude? <laughs> what is, is that some salt on the rim? I do. Yeah. <laughs> feeling this he's like he's like he's the first to ever do it like that like you know so <laughs> merlin's like what's going on Merlin's about to bring this back to camelot this Mer- is eventually <laughs> merlin is ascended to sainthood uh-huh. and it's because he brought the corona with the line that's what he did yeah and he, they go on and that's why we celebrate Sanco de mayo in america that's yeah, because of that's, merlin. Well, that is what it is that's why you know we might be culturally appropriating but this is the origin of it i don't the, i think the funny thing about Sanco de mayo is, is we're not appropriating anything like i think we just made it up like no, that's oh, yeah, what yeah, they I do pretty, pretty sure that's a totally made up america thing right 
Uh, God bless America. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who knows, man? Who knows? Anyway, so he hits him with the Corona with Lime. And he's like, actually, I know you're trying to take a big sip of that. But while you do that, check this out as well. Um, and it's water from Avalon, right? The Lake of Avalon. Water from the Lake of Avalon. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been waiting for the right person to claim it. Merlin is that. He, I think he kind of calls Merlin like the chosen one. Like you're the one who's going to help Albion in its time of need. Um, and when all seems lost, this will show you the way. And I'm like, what is he supposed to drink it? Is he supposed to mix it with the Corona? You shouldn't have given him two liquids because <laughs> now they seem like two beverages. And I'm a little confused. I bet Merlin's confused. Yeah, Merlin's never uh, seen a cocktail in his entire life. He's just a one alcohol kind of dude. So, like, you're going to have yeah, to really yeah, go yeah. hard. Like, you can't just say, like, mix it with some ice. He doesn't know what ice is. Okay, Fisher King? Even know like, what that chill is. Out. He's never gotten that cold in Campbell. Yeah, yeah. What's a shaker? I don't understand. What a... A jig? What is a jig? I don't. I don't understand. What is I don't a like... jig? That doesn't seem like something I can do. Um, but yeah, so Merlin thanks him. He's like, "What's well, this? Is this is cool? Thank you for both gifts." <laughs> this is, and I, the I, Fisher I, King says, "Vastly okay, prefer I'm the Corona." Need a gift in return. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Merlin's like, "Thank you for the gifts. The Corona was great. The water is, you know, yeah. maybe maybe next time don't think about that one so hard. Maybe just trust yeah. your gut on the Corona." <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe just do that. So when he is basically like the Fisher King's like, all right, cool. Now you have to repay me by killing me. And I'm like, this seems fucked up. Was Merlin going to like stab him? And then Merlin pulls out the bracelet and I go, oh, okay. oh, dope. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just, dude, it's like a circle. It's like, like, a, it's, it's like a flat it's circle, like, man. Whoa, dude. It's all part of destiny. Um, and sure enough, Merlin like the, the Phoenix. Yeah. Merlin like kneels down to give him the Phoenix and like put it on his dude, wrist and everything. This guy's this guy's mad kingly. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna like kill him, you got to do it right. I wish his lines were like twenty percent more kingly. No, they're not bad. I'm not complaining about the writing at all because it's exactly what you want. They're like, more like they're more like princely. Like they're less kingly. Yeah, more princely. Yeah, yeah. They're like day one king job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, day one king. Day yeah, one yeah. king stuff. He, to be, fa- I mean, well, I'm of two minds about this because on the one hand. He's been alone for hundreds of years and hasn't had any chance to talk to anybody. True. So uh, except the wyverns. A little rusty. On the other hand, he's had all this time to like really get it right. You know what I mean? Like he's had all yeah. this time to rehearse it, practice it. So he knows when when destiny comes calling, he's gonna. But maybe maybe over the years he's workshopped it. Maybe it was too complicated, and he thought tone it down, tone it down. Nobody wants to be overcomplicated. Keep it simple. Keep it. You know. To keep people focused because if you get too too crazy with the metaphors, they're going to get confused. It's already a little destiny in itself is already a little confusing. Um, Do you think that the anyway. um, like the, he was there long enough for like Thou and Thoust and Dine to go out of favor? So like the Wyverns yeah, came back, just, and were like, like he just weirdly found out about that. Yeah. <laughs> the Wyverns came back, and were like, you're not going to believe this, but you're going to have to you're going to have to really work on your speech again. And he's like, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Thou will save just the say, like, they just say he's you like, nope. and they and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. There's no, there's no more thou and thine, my friend. And he's like, what the fuck? And he just kills the wizard, yeah. <laughs> kills the wyvern. Dude, don't, dude. Ugh. <laughs> I heard you saying thou earlier. I don't like that. Yeah, that thou isn't very fun. Um, that's pretty, that's uh, it's pretty old school. The old dude puts the, uh, or Merlin puts the, the bracelet on the old dude who, uh, in a kind of a cool practical effect, I think, like turns into a skeleton and then like gets swooshed away with some wind some smoke it's all very cool i like it uh and then we hear a whispered thank you i think yeah yeah uh, just a cool little whispered magical thank you um which is sick and that's when arthur comes rolling under the door 
He got through the bees. He got through all of the bees. Uh, he grabs the trident and he's like, ah, look what this is. All right, time to yeah. go. <laughs> time to leave. There's a moment where uh, I really like, there's a very small moment. Uh, Arthur comes in and Merlin is like, hey. And Arthur like walks up to him and like kind of slaps him on the arm a little bit. Uh, and then like walks over to the trident and Gawain comes up to Merlin and they just give each other a big hug. Like, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> It's very funny. But just you know, everybody's just happy to be with each other in this, and it's great. Except for Arthur, he's actually the opposite. Um, anyway, <laughs> they uh, they ride back to Camelot. Of course, Gwen has to stop at the border because he is not allowed in due to Uther's decree. Uh, Dude, unreal. Merlin has the biggest goofiest smile on his face as he is uh, talking to Gwen, and Gwen is describing like. Oh, I'm just gonna go like south. I guess I don't know. I'm just gonna ride ride around and do nothing. And Merlin is like, I am a slave to a prince that doesn't like me, my friend. Can I come with you? This destiny yeah. shit sucks. I have to I have to clean draws. I don't want to clean any more draws. <laughs> tired of this. I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Um, and of course they they leave. Uh, Arthur and Merlin do with Arthur says, I, I will remember this. Um, and as the two approach the castle, Merlin is like, man, this was a dope-ass quest. There were wyverns and, like, crazy weird kings, and, uh, you know, it's great. And Arthur's like, uh, actually, you don't know anything about that because yeah. you weren't there. Yeah. Uh, and presses Merlin into lying uh, because, of course, if Uther hears that Arthur had any help whatsoever, then he doesn't get to be king because this kingdom's fucking laws suck ass. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um, but instead of... Uh, Arthur being cool when Merlin says, all right, well, in exchange, can you give me like one day off? Arthur says, no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Because he can't bear to be away. He can't bear to go a day without him, right? I mean, what is he going to do? Like make his own bed? Yeah. What, I don't think he could even get out of Who, Who's going to tuck him in? Who's going to tuck him in? Who's going to open the blinds and say, you know, get up sleepyhead? Like you can't, you can't just hire Come that on. kind of work. Like you have to kind of no, press no, no. it into some weird indentured servitude. Uh, what happens that night? <laughs> I don't know why I'm leaning on that so hard. Dude, when they get home, they get home, and Morgana's looking out the window as usual. And dude, she is so irate. She just like pours her drink all over the floor, completely unnecessary. She's uh, uh, gob gobsmacked. She cannot believe that Arthur just returned from this mission. Yeah. What if he took the bracelet off Morgana? That's simply all it would have taken. Extremely. I, 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 what if there was a moment where Arthur had to strip naked? You know, you don't know what goes down on missions, all right? On quests. You've never been given a, a quest from God, all right? Morgana, you don't know. So you can't you can't be that shocked that he took the bracelet off. And of course, you know, Gwen sees all of this happening and she's she's very suspicious. Uh she's also very overjoyed. And Gwen knows. That, Gwen knows that sometimes yeah. you do have to strip naked in order to complete the quest. Gwen has been on some quests, if you know what I'm saying. Uh we go to the throne room where Uther is extremely happy to now. He says, like, oh, I'm extremely happy to have this trident in my possession. And I'm like, so you just get it? Like, this dude went on a full-ass quest. You just, just get to have, get it, to have it? Like, What are you going to do with ass. it, Poseidon? Yeah. Come on. What is this, cosplay for you? Like, please, yeah. just give it back, dude. What are you doing? Um, and he heaps praise onto Arthur. Uh, meanwhile, Merlin is showing the Avalon water to Gaius, who's like, I don't really know what the fuck that is. But, like, if, a, if an old-ass king, and you said he was a Targaryen, if an old-ass Targaryen king tells you to do something, we got to watch out for it. Like, we should keep this shit around. Um, and that's it. Uh, and then the preview for next week is a woman pretending, a monster pretending to be Gaius's old girlfriend, uh, presumably so that he can fuck more monsters, because we can't get enough of that plot. <laughs> it's just Gaius yeah. the monster fucker. So. Can't, we can't get away from it, dude. But, you I, know. You make your bed, you gotta lie in it. You have to, to lie in the monster bed that you... Anyway, let's not go any further down that path. This is a great episode. Uh, I really like this one. Yeah. Gwen and Merlin's chemistry is off the charts. Uh, 
I'm very excited to have Gwaine on as more of a permanent cast member. I think he, he adds a lot to the dynamic of the show. All of this stuff with like mythical Arthurian lore and stuff. I'm not educated on it at all. Uh, and at this point, I, I don't want to be. Like maybe after we finish the show, I'll, I'll go and look some of that up. But I don't, I just, like, yeah. I'm just having a good time. Like I don't want to know that the yeah. Eye of the Phoenix is actually uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Like I'm just having yeah. a good time with no. this. Don't need to know. Don't, don't need to know. I'm just happy. I'm just happy that we had fun. Mm-hmm. And um, man, we're more than halfway done with this season. That's uh, it's coming quick, dude. Like we're we're more than halfway through the show, that which is kind of wild. Um, and yeah, this is this is super good. I think all of this is just like, I don't know, man. Like I, I say every single week, but I am, and I shouldn't be, but I am constantly surprised by how great Merlin is. Yeah, it it uh, doesn't disappoint. Do you have any last thoughts? I hope that I never have to see Gaius's tongue again, and I'm a little concerned knowing <laughs> okay. that he's going to be probably doing a little bit of romance in the next episode. Other than that, that's that's all I got. Well, they did a um, a porn parody of Merlin, so I thought after we finished the main series, we we jump into that. So is that that's going to be our next coverage? Yeah, me. yeah, we're going to go through all the porn parodies of Merlin. A lot of the same actors uh, d- appeared in both, so I think that's going to be a interesting. really interesting thing. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, please don't delete this podcast. <laughs> We've just got a little wacky to do today. <laughs> I'm in a time crunch, and, and Chris is half sick, so this is just a little weird episode for you. Uh, we very much appreciate our patrons over at Patreon.com/slash/MonsterOfTheWeek. They give us money every month and get cool benefits like exclusive podcast access to our Discord server, uh, where you could talk about Merlin all day if you wanted to, uh, and also early episodes uh you can hear episodes of this podcast super early thank you to everybody listening we very much appreciate it we'll be back next week with more monster fucking bye Chris Mosier. I opened Discord like two minutes ago, and that's how long it took me to click through all of Discord's pop-ups to finally get into our uh, call. Discord is uh, just really making you want to strangle yourself today. It's very aggressive. It's very aggressive. Also, you know what's been aggressive is the ads on Twitter. That's all That's all. goddamn Elon Musk would talk about was how he's going to change the ads. And yeah, he sure did. I see fucking 8,000 of them now. That's because you're not paying like $8 a month. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pony up the cost. I pay it's, um, like ten dollars a year for a, a Twitter app, mm-hmm. um, and I have never seen an ad in it. I've only ever seen tweets in um, chronological order. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just the only thing it doesn't support is group DMs, and like I don't have a lot of group DMs. I only yeah. have like two, so I'm not stressed yeah. about that at all. Nothing, nothing to sweat about. I remember old old Twitter on my iPhone four. I would open it up and I would scroll through and I think I followed a lot of celebrities back then. So I was mostly just like looking at jokes from the cast of community or something. Um, but at whatever I, wherever I stopped, 
I could then open the app up a couple hours later and it would just continue from where I was. It wouldn't it wouldn't hop to a new place. It wouldn't do anything crazy. It was just like, no, we remembered where you were. You could continue looking at tweets from there, which I guess <laughs> isn't how people use the Internet anymore. Nobody's trying to read it all. Nobody's trying to read all of Twitter. They just want to see like what the newest thing is. But um, I miss that. I miss that ability. And sometimes like if I if I open my app up and I haven't closed it, then it will pick up from where I left off. But most of the time, it's just it's just shoving a goddamn ad for a mobile game in my face. I'm a, I already play all the mobile games. Stop trying to promote more to me. I'm exactly the opposite, dude. Like I I I read all of my Twitter timeline almost consistently. Like I also I don't follow. I may follow more people than you or less people. I don't, I don't know, but I don't follow like um, a whole lot of people. Um, and I have like I have retweets disabled for probably 95 percent of the people i follow um which i think cuts down on like the amount of tweets that you see substantially and i'm so happy because of that like if i if i have retweets left on on your profile then that's that, that probably means that's more, an honor it, it means more than if i told you i loved you i've told more people right. i've loved them in my <laughs> life than i have left retweets on your profile i guarantee you yeah, yeah. um it's, it's yeah. serious business it is it is the yeah, other thing my other complaint about twitter mm-hmm is that now that now that all the bot, the bot accounts are allegedly being removed, I've lost so many followers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I had a thing that was happening every time I opened up my profile or the Monster mm-hmm. of the Week profile, I would see. Um, I think my dog's about to puke. Same. Please don't puke. Please puke, please puke on a surface that's just, easy to or, clean. Or just puke now. Like, just get it over with. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. just gag this out, that would be even better. She's just pacing around and, like, looking for something to put in her mouth. This is horrible. This is terrible. Oh, no. Anyway, I would open up the profile and, like, uh, the amount of followers would go up by one and down by two. And it would do that consistently, like every time Weird. I opened it. <laughs> and like I would look at the followers list and like we didn't have any new followers that I could tell. So yeah. I don't know. I think Twitter was just like acting like a fucking weirdo. Um so yeah. Uh I yeah, I don't know what to Twitter sucks nowadays. Twitter Which sucks. sucks because like there's no good replacement for Twitter. Uh Mastodon is, is just fucking awful. Like, don't even bother. Uh yeah. Uh, co-host seems like it might be okay but like they're so slammed with people trying to get into it that like i I tried to open a page and hasn't been hasn't even been approved yet um tumblr is still tumblr like that's tumblr's tumblr tumblr is going to be tumblr uh and you can't do like you i don't get twitter vibes from from tumblr at all facebook sucks ass i'm not gonna go to facebook insta sucks Mm -hmm. ass i'm not gonna go to insta Mm -hmm. and twitter is like the only place where i can like casually follow some rando and get just like their opinions about a thing. And I don't know anything about the thing. I'm just really happy for it. Or maybe like we have similar interests or we did a podcast together or like we're, we're like mutual friends with another person. So we follow one another. And now like we're these made up internet friends and that's weird, but we've gone on for like 10 years now. So like, can't unfollow the person? Like it's that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And I just, I, I just, I'm really bummed about the whole situation and it's looking more and more like Elon Musk just bought Twitter just to dismantle it. Like specifically yeah. because people were using it in ways to a make fun of him and be like, be progressive. So that sucks. Yeah. Maybe it'll be good. Um, maybe we'll be free of social media. I feel like I don't know if it's been a net gain or a net negative. I guess it's all the the way that you use it and the way that you look at it. Um, 
I'm constantly trying to get off my phone, but all I do is look at my phone. I'm on vacation this week, and I made like a vow to myself that I wouldn't waste all my time looking at my phone, and I'm still kind of doing that, and um, which is not great. I did start to exercise, and like yesterday, we went for a five mile walk next to a very cold lake. It dropped thirty degrees overnight, so it suddenly went from being eighty to to being fifty. And um, I think, as you could probably tell, I'm now sick. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I went tell. for another walk. Yeah. I went for a walk earlier today. Uh, and when you text me, like, hey, we still on for today. I was like, hey, uh, you know, I'll be home soon. I'm going to watch the episode. So I you know, start hurrying on home. And as I'm circling back towards my house, um, I start to realize, like, oh, no, I'm not feeling too good. <laughs> I think maybe walking <laughs> in cold weather is, uh, is, is it's not me. a good thing. I don't know what it is. But, but yeah, so hey, not you... like it's any different from any other episode, but you might have to do the heavy lifting on this that's, one. That's okay. Can you hold on for one second? Yeah, no problem. You're right back. You fucking idiots. Yeah. Freaking knobheads. My cat loves to, like, circle around every time he wants to puke. And there's so many, there's, we have tiled floor, there's hardwood floor, those things are easy to clean, but he would hone in on any carpet that he could. He's finding the carpet and he's puking on that. Um, maybe it's just, a, it's his comfort thing. I guess I should just be thankful that he doesn't puke on my bed, but my cat doesn't even go in my room. He knows I'm allergic, so he just stays out. That's the one room in the house that the cat doesn't go in. <laughs> he's just, I don't think it's because he feels... Uh, like I've never really like shooed him away or anything. I think he just knows that that's the one room where I won't pet him. Any other room in the house, if I'm walking by, I stop and I give him some pets. That's just the agreement that we have. Unless he's sound asleep, I won't wake him up to pet him. Uh, any other any other room in the house, he can come and he can chill and he can get some, he can get some pets anytime. But in my bedroom, because I'm allergic, I'm like, oh, I don't want him on the bed. You know, I don't want to be sleeping with cat hair. Um, I just I just never gave him the pet. So he'd come up in my bed and he'd be looking at me, pawing at me, trying to get some pets. I'm like, oh, I'm not giving in. I'm not giving in. And uh, and so now he just doesn't go in there, which makes me a little sad because sometimes I wish he would come and hang out with me. But my cat's also not the type of cat that like, if you're sitting on the couch with him, he's not just sitting doing his thing, sleeping. Like he is going to fight you with everything in him to get some pets that's that's what he's all about you cannot stop petting him he will then start swatting at your hand or or actually he'll be headbutting your hand that's his move just throwing his head into it trying to get you to pet him his head um he's like a dog in that way um love him but yeah can't just sit next to him he needs his constant attention oh you've been talking that whole time yeah i was talking about my cat and how he loves to find the hardest surfaces to clean to throw up on he's never he's not doing it on the hardwood he's not doing it on the tile floor he's doing it on the carpet yeah the other day rosie was like oh i'm gonna she starts doing the mm-hmm. noise and i'm like uh oh and she immediately runs into her crate um and we've got like a pillow in there and i'm like we have hardwood floors everywhere in this yeah. house yeah. please do it not takes one second to clean a hardwood floor so here i'm here i'm like dragging her out by the neck and this time she's like, and i'm like oh god this is gonna be bad uh I did a really rookie rookie move the other day. Something had leaked in my in my trash, so I was just gonna swiffer the floor, mm-hmm. and um, you know, quick quick you know, spray and pray, as they say. Um, they do, they do say that. I didn't sweep first, so which is not something. I just I feel like I just don't think about this a lot. But I didn't sweep the floor first, 
So I start swiffering, and then suddenly I'm like pulling out like dust from underneath the table and underneath the um, refrigerator, yeah. which I guess means that, that I don't clean the floor enough. But <laughs> suddenly I just had like clumps of dust, every, wet dust from the swiffer everywhere. Perfect. So always sweep before you swiffer. That's the lesson I learned. That's a valuable lesson to have. That's a lesson that I should have learned back when I was, um, I was essentially, I was a janitor in high school. Uh, not for my high school, but that was my first job was effectively being a janitor. Um and I, I guess I didn't, I didn't keep any of the lessons I learned back then. <laughs> uh, my first job in high school, like my first real job, was at a frutilati. I don't know if y'all had those up there. No, what is that? It's like a smoothie place, but with also like a oh, oh yeah, okay, okay, like a sandwich bar though. Like we would do that like cr- sandwiches. Cool. Um, and I, I feel. Looking back, I feel bad because I just assumed that if you worked at a place, like you got all the stuff there for free. Like that's how my life had existed. <laughs> so, like you know, at seven o'clock at night at the mall, I was like, "Well, time to make a twelve dollar sandwich in 1998." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody at that store was like, "My ingredients? Why is yeah, this costing not so adding much? up? Here. Where's all the mayo?" <laughs> yeah. I uh, my first job, yeah, worked at a, I worked at a doctor's office cleaning at night when like when they closed because my mom worked there during the day so yeah, that was kind of like my first like mm-hmm. just like it was like a half job like it was barely a job and then my first real 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 job was i did that for about two years and then when i graduated high school started like i feel like immediately working at the hospital as a uh, a nurse's assistant and just was so so in over my head i've talked about that a million times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there was <laughs> like you're talking about like you'd take free food me i just wanted to get out of there as fast as possible or get away from the action as fast as possible i've been working like 12 hour night shifts and just be like hiding in the storage room trying to play final fantasy tactics on my phone <laughs> just like whatever i could do to not be dealing with diapers and, and whatever else um never worked though it never worked i um i don't i I um I have a I have a trip. Um I haven't talked like extensively about this on on the podcast, but uh my dad just had a pretty major procedure done and I'm going up there to um like stay with him for a couple of weeks coming up here pretty soon. And uh like part of that is like they want to have a quote unquote caretaker there. Uh so mm-hmm. it's a pretty invasive procedure. I'm not gonna go into a bunch of details, but like they keep you inpatient, like like isolated for until they like feel like you have gotten enough of your immune system back to like be in the world. And so then you go to outpatient, which is just like one floor up in the hospital, but you can have a buddy hang out with you and then you can like, you know, go to the cafeteria or you could walk mm-hmm. outside or whatever. Um, and like, I'm not sure. So we arranged all of this and he's like, yeah, I want you to come up for a couple of weeks. I want this other person to come up for a couple of weeks. And the way that I, the schedule worked out, I'm coming up third, uh, which seems like as the firstborn child, I probably is maybe slacked, but it's just the way the <laughs> schedule worked out. Um, but he still hasn't like quite because it's a dad and dads don't tell you anything in a straightforward manner. Like they can't just like tell you a thing. It has to be shrouded in fucking mystery or, or it know, certainly does, and, yeah. it, like some weird metaphor language. Um, I don't know what the caretaker part means. And like my dad's a big dude. My dad's bigger than I am. I'm like six two. Um, he's, he's about the same height. Um, but he's got like, he's just a bigger guy than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure that because of this procedure, he's lost a lot of weight, but I'm like, there's no way I can pick this dude up and get him on the toilet. Like there's just, that ain't <laughs> happening. And like, we haven't talked about like toilet procedures, but I am. And I know like, as you should be there for your parents 
and you should, you know, if somebody needs some help, you should help them out. But I don't want to touch anybody's butt, Chris. I don't yeah. want to. No. I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to introduce that to my life. Like I don't. I know this is like probably. Im- it sounds immature to say, especially to any. It's not immature. It's a boundary there. that you've never had to cross with your with your family. Yeah. It took me a really long time to be able to deal with that professionally when I worked at the hospital well, dealing yeah, with I'm that sure. for, for strangers. But at a certain point, you get over. The gross factor, right? And you just go, well, this person needs help and I'm going to help them. But when it comes to your family, it's a little bit different. Like 10 years ago, my dad had like sprained his ankle or broke his, I don't know what the hell he did, but he needed help getting around just a little bit. And um, I I had to consider the fact that what if he can't go to the bathroom by himself? I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm simply, I'm not, yeah. ready, I'm not ready to take. And again, it was just an ankle. He was fine. He just needed like a little help going up the stairs. Yeah. Um, I just, can you be my when crutch? It came, <laughs> when it came to my grandmother, that was something that was a huge factor was, was the bathroom. And um, thank God that, you know, my parents were around to help. Uh, for the most part, she did not want me in there with her. Uh, Jess got roped into helping out a little bit. But it was just it's I don't it's not immature. It's just a it's just a really weird barrier to cross. But um you know, that's what bidets are for, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what bidets are for. Can we get this man a hookup Can on we the get bidet? This you dude... get him to the toilet and then he's on his own. Yeah, I want to get this guy a fucking Bluetooth controlled bidet so that I don't have to do <laughs> or that I could do it from like I could control it. Like I'll just yeah. like we'll get him in there and we'll I'll just leave and we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm hoping that um, he doesn't seem to need that kind of help so far. Um, and the guy that's up there, like hanging out with him right now, um, is a close family friend, uh, and has not reported back to me that they're doing that kind of stuff. So he, and he was also right. had expressed yeah. to me before the show, like, "This is gonna be weird." And like I've known that dude for like 40 years, and I'm like, "I do, I know. <laughs> this is yeah. gonna be weird." <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I He's don't. Been know my this. dad for like my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Do you um do you mind cutting outtakes a little short? I've got the I've got to leave in like an hour and a half, and this is an oh, eight page shit. yeah you do notes kind of situation. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, and I can tell that you're, fe- you're feeling sick, so let's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see. I sometimes I feel like I feel better halfway through the episode because talking like gets me going. Other times I feel like the life drains out of me. We'll see. We'll, we'll flip the coin and see which way this goes. Is it going to be an eye of the phoenix situation or yeah. not? Nah? The listener will be able to tell when they finish the episode and then get to the outtakes. And there's that stark difference between starting Chris and finishing Chris. We'll see. All right. Let's, without further ado. It's all you- 